0: This is a new intro for the 5th Trooper Podcast because we're live!
1: Completely royalty free, yeah. so we don't get a hit by a Twitch uh, <laughs> takedown, you know?
0: Coming at you live from Hastings, New York. This is Jay Shalansky joined by Evan Bulris. Hey, how's it going? It's going real good, Evan. You feeling excited with our new music? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, considering we don't have to pay for it, I'm very excited.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop that. Uh, So, hey, everybody. Welcome to the live edition of the Fifth Trooper Podcast. I'm sure uh, you may not be joining us live because this is the middle of the day. But, you know, between uh, quarantine and uh, everything else going on, we figured, screw it. Let's do a live show. We haven't done one in a while. And this is the new season, right? So episode five, live from New York. Pretty fun. Uh so Evan, what's up man? How are you? Uh
1: pretty good. It's uh not miserably hot. It's uh like cool enough. I've got yep. my uh, legalized drugs and murder raccoon shirt on. I'm feeling pretty good. Mm.
0: Yeah, things have been going good. Um I'm really excited. We got a lot of fun stuff going on here at the at the Fifth Trooper uh network. So um, a little housekeeping, let's do this quickly. So next week is very exciting week, roughly Wednesday. I'm hoping for a Wednesday launch. We will be putting out all our retail stuff. So we're going to have Bolt Action, uh, Blood Red Skies, uh, Cruel Seas, Oak and Iron, uh, Elder Scrolls miniature game. We're going to have basing materials. We're going to have, uh, there's something else that I'm missing. Oh, the most important piece. Our new three by three match will be on pre-order starting Wednesday next week. So we're going to have a lot of options for you guys, uh, you know, to buy and give us your money basically. So it's going to be great. Uh, so. Oh, boy. Evan's in chat already talking. Okay. So, uh, yeah. But anyway, so we, uh, today's cast, we kind of want to, we were going to go over some of the closings of uh, of events, right? Most of them are closed now.
1: Yeah, uh, I think. We can start there. That's... Let's just go. Go yeah. ahead.
0: What, what's bumming you out the most, Evan? Oh, I, nope. <laughs> we all know. I mean, I know, but I don't think the listeners know. What's uh, what's bumming you out the most? Nova,
1: definitely. That was my vacation. Uh, every yeah. year, Nova, like, I just bring my car to Valet say here take this i am going to be inebriated for a few days and play games right i'll come back and we'll figure it out after um yeah nova was a big bummer um also if you're listening to this and you were going to nova make sure you cancel your hotel room don't forget about that or else you're gonna get yeah you're gonna get hit with a uh gonna get hit with a bad you know claim uh but that stinks i think the only one's still on the line that i can think of is maybe dragon con and then maybe origins they pushed it back to october yeah. but uh i mean at this rate when well, you
0: have packs unplugged right and that's oh, in geez. what early december I've so never missed a pack either yeah if i mean if things turn around in the next three months uh maybe that'll be the first one the first big one yeah besides origins maybe yeah you know i i hope that
1: it's the way things are with just how uh social distancing and Matt and all that jazz, like, will maybe we'll ever see a big one again yeah. in a couple of years. Like, it's just unfortunately, like, man, when, I, when you go to packs and stuff, you're like packed, like, you know, front to back, yeah. trying to get in there, waiting in line, waiting in queues. Um, and you know, and there's some states who are saying they're getting surged again, yeah, uh, due to many reasons, but uh. Uh, so we'll see like I, I want to go like man like I, I didn't realize how much was gonna bum me out until uh, like Gen Con like we're going but I'm like ah well that's one last thing you know Adepticon was bummer too and then Nova was like the big hit yeah I'm like
0: oh that was the last swing yeah I mean <clears throat> and so along those lines like it, you know I feel like we we try to be as honest with you guys as possible and this is something honestly that Evan just brought up that's really been it's kind of bothering me now that I'm thinking about it and why not air it live on our podcast. Uh, I don't like how Nova treated you, frankly. Oh, um it entails to what? Like you didn't you didn't get your Nova package like Oh, that yeah, that was kind Or of even a, the option?
1: Yeah, that was a little bit of a bummer. Um I mean, yeah, that stinks. I get it. Like I don't. I
0: uh, So here's the thing. Adepticon, so for those of you that don't know or 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 don't go to Adepticon or any show really you can generally buy a a larger package right that you get a bunch of free shit in right so we we do that for adepticon we got the vip package which comes with a bunch of games like it's not free because you're paying for it right and then adepticon asks you know the 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 vendors to like donate stuff for advertising and so like what was it two two years ago uh legion the core set was in it Mm -hmm. last year you and i got a song of fire and ice Right. Yep. For the, yep. Oh, the yeah. Core we did. For that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we we did Adepticon. We were going to be there. We were going to be a vendor at Adepticon actually this year. And uh, we, we got the option when you when they canceled Adepticon, they sent out an email with the option that said, hey, if you you can either um, you can either just donate the money to us like as a thank you know Mm -hmm. help us out thank you we appreciate it or if you still want your vip package we'll send that to you yeah and it was a little bit later because they had to pack them all and that's it's a different operation than what they were set for but like evan and i got our adepticon packages in and they're amazing and there's a bunch of great stuff in it and it was kind of like in these in the dark timeline here for me it was kind of like this beacon of light where it was like oh man we still got our stuff like and, you know, we're going to go through what was in the Adepticon packs in a second here. But, like, um, I just felt really good about that. But then I was hearing about Nova, and I've never been to Nova, full disclosure for everyone listening. But, like, every story I hear from everyone, whether it's a vendor or a participant, it's like, yeah, it's all right. But it's the only thing we got. And I'm like, why is that okay?
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's rough because I it was uh, I've been to Nova the past three or four years now i think three um and i honestly you know it's funny because me it's more about um because i don't play the any of the Gw stuff i'm there for fancy flight generally right fancy flight or warlord and um like the area is fine to play in but warlord wasn't there last year a lot of vendors weren't there last year right um which is kind of a bummer and that's supposed to be the 10 year so it was supposed to be like the big one it kind of felt a little uh, a little empty compared to the last few um like they used to do uh dark age guys they used to do build and play uh which was cool so you built you bought a starter, you built it, and you played a mini 2 tournament, and that was really cool because we we all bought little starters and we didn't have any idea what we're yeah. and we were doing. We're like spraying accelerant glue accelerant on everybody, <laughs> and uh, you know, I was with there a couple couples and some other like some other guys, and it was fun. Like it was a cool little community building, and we're all learning the rules together. And I'm like, man, that was a really cool event, but that wasn't there, yeah, like at all. Um, so that was just kind of a bummer. Uh, but with Nova in general, I, I think. I like it because like the hotel's nice and I get to play games, um, yep. but I don't really... I, I prefer playing games like at Depticon, maybe? Uh, you know, uh, but yeah, it was it was a thing, like, because uh, I did the Supernova. Like, because it's... Dude, to even get a Supernova is kind of nuts, right? You have to get into a right. queue. Yeah. And then, yeah, you were here, uh, our buddy Nick and I, yeah. we had our laptops up, we his phone up, we were desperately trying to get into that first wave, because if right. you bought one last year, you get one this year, Or you get, like, the open, the first run, yeah. and we didn't get that, and we got the second one. And so we've been looking forward to it all year. And then mm-hmm. not to say, um, right, like Adepticons does their stuff. And then and there's like, hey, we just didn't get the funding. You know, we didn't get the stuff we needed to put in the bag yeah. to get everything. So we're just giving your money back, which um, you had the option to donate as well. But uh, I just had a huge car bill and also <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so I, I needed all of mine back. Right. Um, those tires don't buy themselves. So yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. But uh, we'll see like. You know, we'll see. I don't know. Um, There's still, like, origins coming. Um, Maybe. Uh, who knows anymore? Like, I honestly have no idea.
0: Well, that's... I know that they just set the date and are starting prep for Las Vegas Open. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we got contacted for that because we do a lot of the Legion's... good majority yeah. of the Legion stuff. And I was like, I mean, yes, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah is, like it, uh, is it happening?
1: Like, I want it to. Right. It's not all right. these things I want to happen. Yeah. Like I want to be able to have my life back. Right. Like right where, where I got to take my vacation time scheduled around going to events and having fun meeting my friends meeting. If you go to enough of these events, you say the same I quote unquote try hearts. You know, we all go to the same events. We also, but that's part of the the fun is uh uh to go and see the same people again. You meet your friends like three times a year. Yeah. Right. You see right. you go out and like eat together like it's that's the experience. So I got a lot of that taken away. Um, and like as uh, Star Wars uh, hockey fan says, like going to a theme park with a mask on is hot and probably not fun during the summer, but I can't even imagine being in a uh, uh, like a packed room that's mm. already hot, right? And then right. like you got that on too and you're just sweating, but like you, you gotta, right? Like it's part of the
0: yeah, uh, I mean, there's gonna be, <clears throat> I think we're gonna have two new kind of futures uh, ahead of us where what you were just describing with going to these events and, you know, having, uh, having masks on and, and, and Purell in your pocket and all that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and then the second one is going to be all these events that are going virtual, like shut up, sit down, right? Like, Oh, the- shucks. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I believe that's what they said. Uh, so I'm hoping that, that, that happens. Um, you know, uh, cause they're, they're, they'll be announcing that this week, I believe. Mm. um, but uh, I mean, like, I hope they do that. Uh, Shucks, was we were looking forward to that because, like, yeah. I I really enjoy Shut up and sit down video reviews. My best way to describe them, if you haven't seen them, if you've seen the the British Top Gear, where it's like a if you don't even if you don't care about cars, it's fun to watch because they have good writing and they kind of like joke around and it's like you if you like cars you can watch and if you don't you can still get something out of it. That's all their video reviews. Definitely recommend uh, checking them out. But we were gonna try to work with them, do like uh, we were gonna go do Legion there. Yeah. Um. And then they said, "Hey, you know, we're we got some stuff up in the air, so right. we're gonna we're gonna look at it." Um, and so they said maybe uh, they'll be making an announcement hopefully this week. Uh and uh, you know, maybe we even just do a virtual and we do like a virtual Legion tournament or learn to play or like, you know, I thought about scenarios like you make a uh, a uh, you take our scarif board or scarif yeah. mat on uh on TTS and then you uh have like you know gin and uh like do the final stand at like rogue one and it's not meant to be fair right like it's yeah. me- you're meant right. to lose but yeah. like if you can do a so like objective. yeah
0: like the rebel the rebel rogue one list is like 400 points and then the imperial list is like 800
1: yeah i think you even break the rules and just give them like you know like four or five sets of pathfinders and yeah. you just like right you just you just go crazy like this is your Jin cassian k2 and all the pathfinders you can fit, and then like they'll have like two things of death troopers and like all Stormtroopers. Like you, just right, make you can make have a, power and Bistan. and yeah, one, yeah, and one, yeah, right, like, yeah. Just uh, yeah, just you make can like do a, something a cool, fun goofy like yeah. game, but I mean, that that'd be fun. I think, uh, yeah. you know, we're, we're still working around some stuff, so um, but yeah, like I think online's going to be at least for the pres- foreseeable future, which is cool, but it's like it's not the same, no, it's not because I miss going to see people, you know, like that's yeah, part of the thing.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, and I don't know. You know, the the hard part has been, like, you know, personally, we've had vacations planned that we canceled, and it's like, well, when are we going on that vacation? Like, I I don't know. I have no, yep. I have no friggin' yeah, idea. Yeah, all
1: mine were all my vacation time was literally saved to go to these events. Yeah. Now I've got it, and just to like not blow it all at the end of the year. So like, I I'm it, so I don't really get a a like a slow time. Like, there's always things yeah. going on so I'm like trying to just take like half days and stuff just to like right blow it so I can like sit
0: outside again. I don't know, I'm not used to going outside. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like well, what is this? <laughs> what is this bright thing? Yeah. Uh, um yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, and uh I think uh <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh so it's been wild and uh, interesting to see how things will mutate, I guess is the best word from whether it's a live event or whether the event gets postponed or, you know, I think similarly uh, to some retail operations, you know, and game stores, like, I don't know how a lot of places are going to survive. And I think you're not going to see them shut down immediately, like tomorrow. Yeah. Um. But with their losses through the year, like I think that a lot of places are going to struggle to, re up for the next year, right? And so when their taxes at the end of this year come up, they're gonna be like, yeah, I can't do this again.
1: Yeah, it's uh you know it's interesting because I take like uh my company has done a lot to to try to stay relevant and try to stay mobile and, and reinvent how we how we do work because the the, the landscape's changing right mm-hmm. um but I'll give credit to like uh Texas Roadhouse of all places like every time there's been a new thing they've like right now you can go eat outside they right. put out like just they bought tables and threw them all out there and they're yeah. like hey well you can be this far away, ne- like I give. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be not to get into too much businessy kind of things, but I think you're going to have to really think. We should get into the business yeah, stuff. That's what that's, the
0: people want. <laughs> that's what
1: <laughs> that's Jay's like. Go to uh, expertise topic. It's what I know. I get scared <laughs> when we get into arguments or debates. or kind of leads that way because I don't know <laughs> anything, so I'm like, um, I'm falling to water with a bunch of sharks. No, here. No,
0: no, Jay, no, yeah. Jay. Get back on the Stop land. Stop putting so my face in the water. Get out of there, like.
1: Uh, uh, but it's you know you got to really think outside how you do stuff right so yeah. like t- take t- again Texas Roadhouse they were never really equipped to have an outside like eating area right that's not right. what they do but yeah. they did you know they did it and they did like well, the drive start pick up they did like delivery sure like,
0: you know they've they're trying you know well and I think you know um, if you look at like some of the stores around us uh, okay for for instance we always talk about just games in Rochester yeah love love them yeah, it's the man like super great great store he actually during the pandemic this is this was one of the coolest things i've seen he put up a virtual tour of the store and what it was was you would move around the store like google maps right Mm -hmm. and when you got to uh, a bookcase you could or a case or uh, shelving whatever you could see everything that was on the shelf and click on the thing you wanted and add it to your cart to get shit that's actually really cool so it was like you were actually in the store see what he has in stock like people who can adapt Or it's not just adapting, but it's it's being diversified enough. And I think this is good for anybody in your basic life too. being diversified enough so that when things change, you can change with it. Yeah. And I mean, really. Not that I think anything bad is going to happen to Legion, but this was kind of one of our things with moving the podcast to more broad spectrum was like. We're kind of put all our eggs in one basket when we're talking about Legion every week. Right. And so we when we see these long droughts where nothing's happening like right now. I mean, when's the last time we got in anything? Right. And I get it. I get get it. I'm not blaming. I'm not putting blame on FFG you know uh, hand of god stuff happened but like we haven't heard anything what 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 exactly do you want us to talk about because i mean especially us like scoundrels can can adjust because they'll talk tactics or you know and now they got a completely new format which has been great if you guys haven't had a chance to listen scoundrels i recommend it um but like they've got a new format they're doing great but like it's like i don't i was kind of getting tired of like I don't know, Evan. What, we, what do you want to <laughs> talk about this week, no, we, like, we get,
1: Before we, we would cast, be like we'd start like making outline, about what we wanted to do and right. We got to the point where it's well because we're gonna talk about we don't want to repeat what Scoundrels is saying. Yeah, because then if you listen to both of us, you, like you're getting the same thing twice. Well, if you listen things.
0: to any of the however many Legion podcasts are out now, yeah, there's a good chance there's going to be some repeats. Yeah,
1: yeah, like and it's you know there's I I do commend the guys who like start making up like. Uh, their own scenarios and like war corgi keeps putting out good content like you know and uh yeah. keeps putting out good content like it that's i i i rec- recommend and also admire that uh but also like yeah where there hasn't been a new unit really like officially released you know there's nothing to like right. speculate like i yeah tts has been a fantastic thing especially right now um but like man like playing in real life is it's like tts makes things faster and slower and then, like real life, makes things faster and slower. Like, yeah, playing Iron on TTS is about as good as it's gonna get. Like, that's how you move it. But uh, when you're trying to, like, you know, click move your ship, like, navigating around. But when we played in real life, it's like done, right? Like, yeah, make, yeah, like, yeah, It's not, it's not the people who make the mods fault. Like, it's just the, the limitations of the tool, right? So correct. Um, and like same thing with uh TTS is like uh, or I mean Legion for TTS. It's like I I can understand. Like I get. I like playing on there, but I really want to play it in real life again. That's how I can really feel right. If like, something's good. Uh, yeah. Like it's just how I do it. So
0: well, yeah. and that's, I mean, yeah, that was one of my rants, right? But Before uh, so we switched.
1: Uh, are really good. Yeah. Just, just Maybe invest, broken. In, invest in arcs. uh, uh <laughs> put all your dollar dues in arcs.
0: Um, but yeah, so let's see, uh, you know what? The other thing, let's talk about what makes a game good. Okay. Uh, let's stick in the miniature realm. Okay. Miniatures game. So what, Evan, I want you to give me one. I'm I'm throwing this at Evan off the cuff. He doesn't, he didn't know this was coming at him. One, what's, give me one thing right now that when you, when you look or play with a miniature game that you, it sells you. What's the thing?
1: Okay. So I'm going to answer this with four things. Oh, for uh, God's sake. Yeah. Can't even listen
0: to no nope, I Totally ignored you. Okay. Uh, go ahead.
1: So. Or maybe three. I forget how many it is. There's there's pillars of a miniature game in all aspects that I was told once. And I, I really started thinking about it. Um, one is the hobby aspect. Like, do you are the models cool? Are they fun to paint? Do you have creativity? Can like all that kind of stuff like the whole. Some people buy models just to paint them and they don't play. That's fine. Cool. Awesome. Um, The rules. Right. So is it fun? Okay. Does it make sense? Is it smooth? Is it fiddly? Uh, and then the third is um. Uh, sportsmanship of the players like uh are people like uh reasonable to play with you have rules like floor rules like hey man if you be a jerk like you're gonna tell you to get lost kind of thing so with those three if you lose any one of those it all falls apart right it, like for for the kind of games we talk about like miniature games right um so that said uh to me the most important thing for me is uh because i i don't enjoy painting <laughs> I, i've tried man You're going to see my, my, uh, Oak and iron chips, and you're probably going (laughs) to cringe, but that's, this is what it is. Um, I can get along with this about anybody. So sportsmanship is fine for me, but it's the rules. Like if long as it's smooth and when I'm teaching it to somebody, the thing I hate the most is they'll say like, well, I want to take this action. I'm like, Oh, here's nine other things you can do off that. Like the, the amount of flexibility is cool, but like, honestly, like give Legion like credit here, right? Like it's, uh, Here's your list of actions. Uh, move. You move your dude. Shoot. You aim and shoot like there's. That's it, right? It's like, very like aim, but you reroll. Dodge, mm-hmm. hit. like it's very streamlined. And it's 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 a it's a testament to the game design that uh, uh, children can learn it like their uh, their parents can teach their uh, daughters or sons or like how to play. And like uh, we have a couple uh, guys out in Rochester who have their kids with them and they're playing the tournament. And yeah, it's like. You know, you're playing like, oh god, I gotta play a seven year old. Here we go. But like, they can get it right. Yeah. Like, they may they're not be good, but there's like move guy and fire. But like, it's not this bizarre concept of how it actually works. And like, the dice are symbols, right? Love or hate that, right? It's yeah. just like that's a hit, and it's instantly
0: block, block. recognizable. Yeah, it's just yes.
1: easy to figure out. Um, so to me, like smooth rules mm-hmm. are more like I'll play a game sometimes because I like the rules, even if I don't enjoy the game, like the actual like gameplay. So I'm like, well, it's just really easy to play, and like. Like, I think I actually hate Splendor, but it's so smooth that I keep playing it. Right. And I don't like, like, when we get to go, like, I'll bring it over to my buddy's house and we'll, like, we'll drink and play Splendor for, like, hours. Yeah. And then I'll get, like, I don't get mad if we lose. I'm like, uh oh, man, I'm good. And then, like, tomorrow, the next day, I'll be like, yo, but Splendor, though. Right. And so we get Splendor and we keep playing again. And I'm like, I don't, am I having fun? I'm not sure. But, right. like, man, it's just so, like, snappy. And, like, yeah. your turn is, it's not like uh, Talisman where, let's say you're playing like four or five people around table and then somebody takes a turn and it goes somebody else and then you have nothing to do and like you're just waiting right And, and like maybe you lost your turn so then you have to wait a whole nother round of people like smooth rules are my 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 thing of uh
0: so okay i'm gonna take the business side of this and give my three pillars okay are you ready
1: i'm hitting it yeah
0: so here's here's my three pillars of success for a game. And it has nothing to do with the game experience like Evans was. But mine is business-wise. So one is cost. Okay. Is it reasonable that a normal human can get into the game for under 100 bucks?
1: Yep. Okay. Right? Yep.
0: And reasonably go play. Yeah. Two, is it available? Yeah. Where can I get it? Yeah um is it going to like if i have to get it shipped is it going to cost me an arm and a leg to ship it is are you know is it available through distribution so that like, my local shop can get it for me like can i get it and then three is future proofing so and what i mean by that is i find like uh, some games will design their core rule set in a way that in order to expand they have to break their own rules
1: like you you almost immediately get power creep
0: there yeah there. yeah and so i think there i i think you know a way to fix that is something last week we suggested for for oak and iron is a living rule book right like you should have a living rule book because sometimes things happen that as much as we as smart as we think we are there's always someone smarter right and so you can test the crap out of a game but then you know john smith down the road is going to come and like come up with some in like crazy imaginative way to break it and you're like Damn, I did not <laughs> yeah. think of that. Like uh, new entry, right? Yeah, right. Pull so, point so five, but if you have uh, a living document, yeah, and you, the you expectation is you always have a living document, yeah, no problem, right? So, future proofing is it kind of fits in that mold, and I think all successful games combine the three pillars that we each of us have, and that's how they become successful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at least in the beginning, and then once they're so they're so strong, they can do like they literally can break their own game and 40 <clears throat> K <40K> and like, <laughs> and then, but they're still fine because everybody loves it and not forgiving, but will is like, <gasps> I'm there's, still... there's a new set coming out. I bet you they fix the rules. Like,
1: well, it's, you know, it's funny about that. So I, as, I have a love hate with 40 K and yeah. so I'm trying to get back into it and I'm starting fresh, start from the ground up. Yeah. I, I said, I've got uh, Marines. I'm going to do them white scar. Cause motorcycles are cool. Right. Don't at me. Uh, with <laughs> a con, uh, so I'm gonna do that, and our our buddy Bailey, who we'll have on next week, yep. um, who's really big into 40k, um, you know, he's been mentoring me. He's like, "Hey man, like, we're gonna try some basic games." Because I, I tried to get into it, I didn't like it, but I think it was just the the army I built for myself, and uh, like where I like a lot of things went in that made a bad experience. Um, man, 40k is one of those weird things, like magic cards, right? Like they can accidentally like do stuff that's not fun, like rules, like it just things happen, right? And then wipe it with a, like a new rule set and you have to buy the books again and people keep doing it because it's I think it's investment yeah. like I'm so invested but also it's such a staple right like it's the world could go into complete anarchy but 40k and magic cards will always be keeping shops open so as much as I love and hate it I have to respect it right some people can actually like make a life off of like supporting that game yeah like either one of those
0: two so like I have this weird
1: like you know I'm like ah oh, 40k but I'm also oh 40k you
0: know oh new yeah units. it's it's strange, right? It's like, I don't know. It's they're just those, yeah, those like the Ford and Chevy of like, yeah, you know, always there. No matter what, they've been like... there since 1908, and they'll always be here. And you know, and because yeah. I think they adapt well, right? I that's think
1: that's actually a big thing, right? It's a uh, you see a lot of games die, like a lot of uh, living, like a lot of collectible card games come out. Um, like look at Destiny, right? Right, They came out, they did, uh, <laughs> too big to feel like, man. I, I I wonder how many times people have said "too big to fail" only to fail, right. uh, but uh, they they're able to change it. They they pretty much set the precedence when you buy into forty k. They're like that book is probably good for about two years, like so, right. Like there's a
0: precedent set, and they can change it. So right? so here here's where uh, to Nick's point in chat right. There's too big to fail, where and that term I think comes from like because they didn't adapt like they've just been an institution so they've stayed the same i think the reason why magic and 40k or warhammer in general are have so much longevity is because they recycle their rules every so so many years right like uh you know like uh it's like okay here's the new set of magic there's new rules here's the new set of uh 40k here's the new rules yeah so when you update the rules it freshens it again for yeah. everyone we're like i think that's why they have longevity and that's why they stay because they're not just antiquated they're not just sitting yeah. back like for god's sakes magic uh wizards of the coast you know hired uh the uh, someone from microsoft to run their division and they're doing magic arena and like yeah, the online yeah. stuff which is huge now right so being able to adapt uh, even if you're like behind the times a little bit, because even like with what Age of Sigmar for Warhammer, they made the rules free online. Yep. You just get the PDF, right? That's adapting. That's adapting to, uh, you know, that's adapting to the system. And yeah, I mean, and to Nick's point in chat, he's saying, you know, they had the eighth edition rule book that like lasted only a few months. And yeah, I mean, they came out with eighth edition for for Warhammer uh fantasy and then like age of sigmar like it was like nothing yeah but it was i think uh, i hated it a lot of people hated it but it was a move that they i think they needed to make as a company to adjust to infinity at the time uh legion hadn't come out it was on its way i'm sure they knew about it and to bolt action right so they needed to make an adjustment into more of a skirmish based less of an army you know uh platoon based
1: no sure well so it's uh you know, Age of Sigmar and things like that's very divisive. Right?
0: I, I haven't even, as soon as they changed it and I saw the rules for Age of Sigmar, I'm like, I'm never playing this game again. Like, I did just was like, goodbye. Did you really like the magic rules of 8th edition? Those were real obnoxious. Um, I, yes, because I played Orcs and Goblins so and like it was, have- right, okay. they didn't have,
1: to- <laughs> oh, so you just got to ignore that part. Okay, yeah, cool. th- so I got to ignore <laughs> it. Um,
0: the other, the other thing, um, that you know i really liked about eighth edition was they slimmed the rules a little bit and just kind of made it a little bit easier to play the game we all love like seventh edition was hot trash sixth edition was really good but eighth was kind of like i feel like almost like fifth edition D, where they where they took you know they took all the best and the worst lessons learned. And I thought in eighth edition, they were kind of making those changes, yeah. you know? And I thought maybe with a ninth edition that they could clear it up a little bit. More. Like I felt like they were on the way. Right. Yeah. Um, And then age of Sigmar dropped. And it's like, this is a new game. Hey, remember your three, $4,000 that you've dropped into an army or a couple armies. Yeah. guess what? It doesn't matter anymore. You can now play these guys with these guys and these guys. With, and you're like, dude, are you kidding me right now? I
1: mean, so I had a point, then I I was listening to you and
0: I totally so lost I, it. uh, No, it's okay, it's, it's fine. But sometimes the, I go off like on uh, tangents.
1: uh, well, Infinity's going through that right now too, right? right? Like the new edition of rules is coming, and they said, hey, only four factions or so at launch are going to be, uh, we're going to have rules out, and we're going to roll them out, right? Because this is how we're going to do it, and um, you know, we're lucky with uh, Legion that there's four factions, two of them are brand new, right? Like there's no, the odds are they won't rotate out a faction because there's only four factions so that's important uh but the other thing with that is um like it's okay right like you'll get them eventually and then to that point also uh 40k used to be just a model company really like not i don't mean that in general but two years ago or was last year the last ceo was about models and not so much about game and i remember not liking it then this new ceo came in and man we've got underworlds we've got those board games uh like the um space hulk uh, the Black Spire out like there's a lot of cool stuff like they're really expanding and trying new things with the models you can even go to Barnes and Nobles now and buy like a 40k uh, like Space Marine Adventure game you can get Blood Bowl for uh, Barnes and Nobles now right like yeah. you can go and buy Blood Bowl t- they have like a Blood Bowl Blitz which is a smaller Blood Bowl like uh, I really respect the fact that they whoever like took over I don't know his name off the top of my head unfortunately he really it into like a game company again and Man, like I used to think I'd never get into it, but now I'm like, um, uh, it's just like you can go and just find stuff, like it's it's neat. It's yeah, Dan Wolf, it's uh, go to Barnes and Noble. It's uh, it to me, it's um, I honestly have better experiences there when I bought. I, mean, I got a lot of flack when I bought uh, from different online groups when I bought my X Wing stuff when they got Barnes and Noble's has gone first before my local stores. Uh, but my local store doesn't really care about my game X Wing at the time. They didn't really get new stuff in, and like they canceled our events for other events. Uh, Barnes and Noble didn't run events, but they were always—they have to be nice to me because they—they're like, like a retail store, so it was always nice to like not feel ashamed for buying a product. Uh, but uh, and to, to that point too, it's—it's it's just cool that they're—they're they're saying, hey, um, let's say you're walking around, uh, uh like a store and or like target and you walk into like the board game aisle and you see like a 40k game like you may not go into a local store um to like a a, a flgs ever but you once you buy that that core set at a a target or a barnes and noble that'll bring you to the local store to get the other models right like get the core set. like where do i go from here um my first all my x-wing stuff originally came from barnes and noble then i got into it and i started doing the the circuits in the local stores um so i i really actually respect the Just trying to get the corsets out there to bring people into the locals, but uh, just expanding where you sell like that. That was a big thing for me.
0: So it's funny. uh, We're on this topic. I wanted to bring this up. So we placed an order, you know, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we're opening our retail store. And so we placed an order with Warlord Games. I got a bunch of bolt action, Blood Red Skies, Crimson Seas. We're going to be selling next week. I was talking to our rep. And he was like, you know, just kind of get to know me, mm-hmm. like asking me about games. And he's like, "What? What was your favorite game?" I'm like, uh, "Fantasy, Warhammer, fantasy." Mm-hmm. He sent me this book called Warlords Erewhon Rule Book. Mm-hmm. Now, Evan, you know a little bit more about this than I do, but yep. apparently, I can take all my fantasy stuff and use it in this system with yeah. their rules.
1: So, what it's like is it's uh, actually. Uh, it's like if you ever played Frostgrave or any of the Osprey published games where they're like, just bring whatever models you own. We'll make rules. We don't want to make the models, but we'll make oh to to Osprey's thing, they do make Frostgrave models now, but they didn't before like just whatever you got, you can play it. And so what this game is is a um a fantasy skirmish game. So smaller armies. Um, but they pretty much say whatever models you got, as long as they kind of look like the f- the faction you're yeah. in, um, you're good to go. Like skeletons or, like just have skeletons.
0: Like it doesn't. So these are these are the factions. They got barbarians, beastmen, dwarves, elves, gnolls, goblins, halflings, knights, olympians, orcs, undead, and monsters. That's that's the.
1: <laughs> I think funny beastmen and the gnolls are uh, yeah, two yeah, yeah, factions. Yeah. But I, <laughs> how are gnolls big enough where they're like, man, what am I going to do with all these gnolls? I <laughs> guess if you have D D you probably got some gnolls were pretty common the like, yeah. enemy so you've got like gnolls hanging around yeah
0: i mean i got tons of D&D, you know like hundreds and hundreds of uh i don't see skaven on here and, i think they would no, be they a monster
1: they're not uh skaven they are rat <laughs> people
0: <laughs> i would guess they're under monsters but like dude this thing is so cool so i am actually we're going to look into this i'd like to get a game or two on yeah. the table with this and then if we if we really like it what what i'll do is i'll start we'll we'll buy into it and we'll start selling yeah. it as well um i definitely want to play a game i i gotta read through the rule it's like a it's not bad it's like a 100 pages or 200 page book um and it's got all the army rules in yeah, it and yeah.
1: everything so it's a one book for everything which is nice
0: yeah i'm gonna look into this i clearly i have two whole shelves of four of uh uh you know um warhammer fantasy <laughs> over there that yeah. i can get out and we can we can build some armies and get a game in. But I'm I'm really excited about this because if, if it's what they're saying and what you're saying it is, this could be this could be big. And I think this might be it's something cool, we want right? to get into.
1: You know, it'd be nice uh, getting into a miniatures game where you didn't have to buy a whole nother set of miniatures. Um, yeah. Right. Like, that's cool. Like, I've got, you know, I've got all these like uh, Underworlds figures that I have. Long story short, you know, you buy Underworlds uh, war bands, get cards, you may not even ever use a war band, but hey, I could probably use them here. Or, um, DD, I've got skeletons, man, D skeletons, zombies, gnolls, like anything, right? Any of those like goblins, any of those low level monsters that you need a ton of generally. Hey, guess what? You can actually play like a game with them. That's what really brought me to yeah. Frostgrave,
0: was uh, being able to um, play with anything I owned. Yeah, well, and it's interesting because you know, part of the thing I was thinking about with this too is um, a couple things. One, n- not only all the Warhammer fantasy stuff that I have, like. Guys, I legitimately like Evan. Look, look yeah, over he's there. got A I, shelf of just unopened products. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I have at least thirty boxes of unopened products. Starter set. Uh, there's like three or four over there. Yeah. yeah just on, okay. Yeah. So that's a dark elf starter set. I have a wood elf starter set. I have an empire starter set. I have a Bretonian starter set. I have a tomb king starter set. Uh, I have a three thousand point orc and goblin army. I have at least three thousand points of empire and dark elves and wood elves. Jeez, like I, I mean, I was building Jeez. up, but this is over time, right? Like <laughs> yeah, I didn't fair. just go to the store and just, like, one day. Give me it all. Yeah, no, I mean, I was building, and then um actually, what I did was I, uh when Eighth Edition went out, mm-hmm. a bunch of shit dropped in price on eBay, and so I was just buying up stuff. uh Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I was just buying up stuff on uh, on eBay too at the time, and so because I was like, um, when Eighth Edition went away, and I knew they were changing the models and stuff, I was still planning on playing Eighth Edition. So I was like, oh man, we should get. I should invest in this just in case I want to keep this going. So, um, I yeah, I have a ton of stuff. Um, I'm trying to think. There's something else I have, but anyways, but I was thinking with this with this Arrow One, uh, I could combine like I have tons of D D figures i have yeah. tons of uh mas- that massive darkness that came yep. out it's got tons of stuff in it like Just we can use away that the game rules and play the <laughs> massive <laughs> the <models>. darkness <laughs> can kiss my butt but like uh anything cool mini <laughs> and so um yeah i'm really excited to get this to read this book and get this on the table too if uh if anyone out there's played it
1: well, let us know, you know yeah uh, send us a note because i'd they, like to know they launched it around adepticon last year and i remember i went to the booth Uh, between playing and streaming and uh, I'm like yeah I'll take one of those books and they were out and I'm like well two things either they didn't bring a bunch or it's popular enough that uh, people wanted it Yeah. so I'm hoping it's popular Um, then again the worst part about all these games we're talking about is like (laughs) where we are in America like uh, the east coast more or less like mm, unless it's 40k or FFG not not popular you go to like uh, the UK man like everything right like there's a group for everything there so uh we're hoping to change that, maybe get some more light on some of these games that are really cool. Especially like man, if the buy-in's just a book and I can use the stuff I already have, yeah, okay. I'll try right. I'll try something for like, well, 40, and like bucks.
0: So this it's got it tells you how to set up battlefield. It's then kind of using the red and blue side, like yeah, like <laughs> uh, but it's a six by four. Yeah. So anything you got now, like uh, it can work. Um, it's got tons of scenarios set up in here. It's got terrain uh, descriptions and how to do terrain.
1: And they do um they do make they sell miniatures for this game um that are warlord based, but like they don't really care. Like it's just
0: kind of whatever you got, which is but, cool. okay. So here, like for instance, th- I freaking love this. In this scenario, the objective for both sides is to slay a great beast, cut out its magical heart, and return home with the prize. The beast is dangerous, blah, 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 it can, and it can attack either side. The opposing players must try to capture the prize if they can, but neither side wants the heart to fall in the enemy's hands. Man, so that's, that's super... Uh, both man. sides fight to confront and slay a terrible monster before carrying its grisly remains back to their starting <laughs> edge to claim the victory. The monster will defend itself and will attack units nearby if they get too close. So, like, I have giants, yeah, um, or dragons, or yeah, I have drag. I mean, I have all kinds of crazy yes, stuff that, that reminds we could me use. if anyone
1: in who's listening to Stormlight Archives, uh, or read Stormlight Archives, uh, a fantastic book. But one of the in the earlier books are killing these giant crab monsters to take these hearts that they could, they're like crystal that they could yeah. use to sell. Um, that just really reminded me of that because you could actually do a like a human. Uh, you actually make like a stormlight battle with this from what it sounds like. And that's super cool. Like I'm kind of really in on that. the pen and paper for that's coming out Um, uh, soon ish was announced. And they also had an expansion for um, uh, days of wonder. Hmm. No, another game. That's pretty cool. But no, that's uh, a
0: no, I'm in on that, man. That sounds pretty neat. Yeah. And I mean, and they got point systems, like they really thought it out. Like, so they have, it built for normal game is 1000 points, but they have it up to 2000 or as low as 200, depending on how you want to play. That's cool. So like it's it's really interesting. They have tons of like um, they have the same as like Warhammer fantasy used to have mm-hmm. with the charts for how to build your armies, yep. what their what their strengths and resistances and all that stuff. Their range increments, um, all the keywords that they have. Like they yeah, I was just looking at barbarians they have beastmen. That's cool. Um, I mean, there's just a ton. Of, it's it's a lot like Warhammer, yeah. Uh, fantasy, but it looks like it's more of a skirmish. Uh, you can use models that are already out there in the world. Like, I mean, this is this is incredible. I'm really excited about this.
1: It's cool. It's one of those games that's uh, you can buy the book and try it, and then with stuff you own because you could even use like Space Marines or something. It doesn't sure, matter, yeah. Right? Like just anything you want, right? Like just like, well, these are humans with guns, and that's a dude with a sword, right? Like, so I think Knowles are Ratmen. To go back. Oh, is that what they're? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they look like here. Man, that super reminds me of. uh, So, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 40K, uh, not 40K. uh, End Times, the um, Warhammer Fantasy first edition role playing game, just had a re release. And uh, it was super cool. I got a couple friends who swear up and down by it. Like, Mm -hmm. this is the best pen and paper we've ever played. Um, And then, well, but it took so long to get released. This other guy came out and made his own. Version of it, but nothing. It's all like knockoff. So it's like they're not scaven. They're like the rat people, and they're not orcs. They're these things, and they say yeah. war instead of wog. Like, <laughs> like you're right. It's it's very funny. Yeah. Like, and it's uh, and people say that's pretty good too. Uh, so it's like, hey, we're kind of like that, but not really. Also, player game.
0: Yeah, and I the interesting thing about this game too is I like the mix and match. Like they have barbarians, they have knights, uh, yeah. they have Olympians, which is like Roman, uh, kind of an Amazonian. Cool. It looks like a mix with like weird shit, like harpies and centaurs. I've and... actually got a bunch of uh hail Caesar miniatures. Cause I want,
1: yeah. One of my many things I was going to do was uh, I bought the warlord, uh, 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 hail Caesar book. And it's all like old time. like barbarians versus the Romans. I'm like, this will be cool. Then I realized that cell of a, a, a real, like a realistic, like skirmish game was a real hard sell. And everybody yeah. around here who wanted to play space, you know, space Marines and aliens. So, uh, so I've got a bunch of like Roman soldiers like <laughs> just yeah just I mean and it's,
0: it's kind of uh, it's, it seems like it's a little bit of what fantasy did with Age of Sigmar where they kind of combine like you know they have undead right like yeah. it's so so that would be toon kings and vampire accounts right like, yeah, so yeah you could uh, you could come out kind of combine that which is fine but like you know and then monsters have their own are their own war band in this which is freaking cool so like elf hero riding a dragon so that that's uh <laughs> do that, you have that, that could be dark elves yep i yeah. do i have the, <laughs> I,
1: yes i sure do i have the hydra too
0: uh but like cyclops that's the giants yeah. like you can build g- uh giant spiders that's from gigantic spiders that's from um that's from uh orcs and goblins yep you know they got ghouls uh giant rats dragon golems so like Dude, I'm ogre. So ogres are in this Here, one. You're all ogre. It hydra. Yep, Werven. So that's from you. You can bring that over from uh, orcs and goblins, yep. like I don't giant tree men. So now you got the ents. Yeah, wo- uh, yeah, wood elves wood beard, and uh, so I'm I'm pretty excited about horn dinosaurs. <laughs> that's uh, dark elves. So like, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, In here, that I'm really excited. So I, I think uh, we we have a whole freaking list of games that we got to get in. But this is definitely on the top of my list right now. Yeah. Um, So we got um, we got to get a game of Oak and Iron in for the stream. We've got Blood and Plunder that we got to get in for the stream. Uh, Band of Brothers. We have uh, Crimson uh, uh, or Blood Red Blood Red Skies. Blood Red Skies. Um, Uh, Cruel Seas. There's a lot of games we got to get in. Uh, I'm really excited about this i think right now so out of all the ones we've talked about uh this era and uh conflict 47 are probably the two i'm the oak and iron has been great that's why i'm not putting it in that list because we've already been playing it yeah. so era and conflict 47 are the two i'm really excited to play next
1: yeah i've actually got all that conflict stuff that's good um is there also a rule set for something that's just fancy i think it's called Nightmare. i believe there is i know there's there's so many like spl- like when a game changes, so many splinter factions. Yeah, because, yeah, Like there's people who still play X-wing 1.0, and I call them savages because <laughs> uh, I just I just can't. Uh, but you know, it's it's funny because I'm looking at all the stuff, and I'm like, man, when you know when are we gonna like? It's such a like I have to paint now. Yeah, it was painted because right. I I wanted to, but now yeah. it's like, well, I can't put as much as you've seen. Every time I play, I generally have naked miniatures because I'm just
0: just well. I, so let me ask chat if you guys want to write in for us for those of you listening right now. Um, are you guys okay with seeing not painted miniatures, uh, on stream? Because that's the biggest concern we've been having is where we want to play, but we kind of want to get the miniatures painted up, especially, uh, Oak and Iron's not as big of an issue because it's got white sails and a brown body.
1: To be fair, they look okay. Right. But like.
0: Blood and Plunder, they're pewter, yeah, people, so they're just yeah. going to be silver, yeah. right? So, like, I, I've been wondering that because, you know, we don't have a ton of time. We we have full-time jobs on yeah. top of doing all this. Um. So the question is, would you guys mind, you know, and if you're listening to this on the the replay, send us a note. Like, do you mind if we play? If you just want to see the game. Like, if you just want to yeah. see the game without painted miniatures, we'd be... <laughs> look
1: water will wake right off the please throw code don't worry you
0: didn't mind. need to tell him to do that he'll do <laughs> it anyways um well
1: i bought it i mean i gotta use it now
0: but yeah so so anyway so that's just some thoughts on that um yeah yeah, fair. yeah. Fair. so anyways uh so yeah we're f- that's what anything else oh oh you want to talk about what we got at adepticon sure yeah. so go ahead so we were supposed to go to adepticon um uh, we were going to have a table there actually and sell stuff but that didn't work out but we all we both got the, the the packages so we got our adepticon stuff in and this is for for people who don't get to go to these shows or maybe considering going to like an adepticon or a gen con and bigger box and yeah. getting like the vip package so this is the kind of stuff you get in it
1: so we got two coasters. Yeah, all right. Uh, we got a. You know uh, how much I love coasters. Got a sticker. All right, we got a couple stickers. Um, yeah. actually, one of the big things we got is a uh, Fate of a Nation, the Arab-Israel Wars miniature game. I'm actually like, it's a book. By the yeah, way, yeah, low key, I'm super uh, interested in this because I've been. There's a game called um, uh, Team Yankee that I've been looking at for a while. Um, I keep like it's just one of the many things I want to play that I just don't have time to get into. But uh, this is, that looks like, but you have jets and tanks and I'm kind of in, it looks like almost like flames of war, except very specific to a theater, but yeah. Hey, cool. Like that book is like 40 bucks. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, we got
0: a, uh, uh, a Hulk and Venom, uh, Marvel crisis protocol. So those came in two different two boxes, different ones. right? So, so each, each box got either a Hulk or a, Ven- or a Venom and then what's not in the box we each got an expansion to God tier too, right? So we yeah. got two different god tier expansions, which was nice.
1: They had the full starters for god tier. We got two of the starters. Um, we got uh keyforge. Yep. <laughs> 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 this is an we place, yeah. Uh yeah, it's dude. Well, one day, man, one day must Mike will actually play a lot of these. Yeah. Um, we got a, a commemorative pin, a couple commemorative coins, uh some paint, and a bunch of like what's really cool is like uh, one-off miniatures for yeah. different games. Uh, uh like Warcaster is one. Actually, she looks pretty cool. A good leader. Um, greetings from Starfall. That's another miniature we got one off of. Uh, another one is from Adepticon Metal Limited Edition. Uh, Inquisitor Sister Joan. That's cool. Like I can use as a 40k. Yeah. Uh, we also got some just scenic bases. Um, that's pretty sweet. Uh, a hey, Attack of the Necron, a Warhammer adventure for the youngins. yep, It's grim dark, but not too bad. Warhammer Adventures: City of Lifestone. Look, they got a little what would they do? Got a little Warcast Stormcast guy, got a little bar, Barbarin. got a little Barbarin. Barbarin. You know, the worst part is I was going to read this just to like make fun of it and then I started reading it and I'm like, but well, what happens to Tim? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh uh and I think that's uh got some more stickers in here. Key Forge, yeah. Got Keyforge deck. I mean, it was a lot of cool stuff like Yeah. Um the year before we went it was Legion starters they gave away, yeah. and the year before that, it was uh, um, Song of Ice and Fire and that other board game.
0: Uh, I don't. Oh remember. yeah, we got Invasion. Yeah, that was. A, yeah, yeah, we yeah. just got to copy that. Uh, so, so I guess what we're saying is, I'm, we're not trying to like flex, no, super do a cool. weird flex yeah, no, here no, on yeah. you guys. Is it's just educational? Like, if you see, if you're going to a show and there's like a hundred dollar upgrade. I guarantee you you are going to get your money's worth at Adepticon. Adepticon. 100%. 100%. Yeah, You're going to get your money on it so go for it. Um but yeah, I think that's it guys. We we're we're looking at new games. We've got some two three interviews we're working on lining up. Uh so we, we got two or three uh, interviews coming up of different games. I don't want to give them away yet because I don't know which order they're going to come in or what they're going to yeah, yeah. Uh So uh, we will, we'll have more people on. We're going to introduce you to more games. We're going to keep talking about the games we're playing now. And uh, like I said, where our stores is, is going to uh, expand starting next week. So check that out. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, if you joined us live and thank you for listening to us on the replay. Uh, you know, you you guys are awesome, and thanks for supporting us and, and sticking with us. We, lo- we yeah, love Yeah, honestly, you. Uh, uh, not you, uh, Nick L, but everyone else. We yeah,
1: <laughs> I didn't realize he was grammar police, tell you the truth. Uh, all this time, I just been, really uh, uh, yeah, geez, calling all the games. He's unpainted in his game room, dude. My, my shelf is just ugh, so much gray. Like,
0: you know what helps that. Those uh those new paints that Citadel put out before the contrast, uh, contrast paints. So I was thinking about this because I was like, shit, we got a ton of stuff to paint. Uh, uh hey Connor, uh, we got a we got a ton <laughs> of stuff to paint. Oh, hey guy. Hey, hey Connor, well, we're gonna have you over soon to get on a uh, live stream in, buddy. Um, we got all this stuff to paint, like God tier, and Oak and yeah. I'm like contrast paints. I gotta get some more of the spray yeah, and just start yeah. contrasting yeah, honestly, things and getting uh, it done
1: star wars uh hockey it's uh uh i need to get an airbrush i think everyone kept telling me to do it i'm like no i'm gonna do it the old-fashioned way <laughs> then like i got through like one german soldier i'm like dude jesus I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah I'm, uh, like uh yeah knock it over but uh uh yeah actually yeah you'll see god tier soon from us i think
0: yeah yeah we're working on something with that so all right everybody thank you so much for listening we will be uh, probably our normal time next week. We oh, uh, next week we're gonna have um Matt Bailey over uh, yep, from on uh, the podcast yep. from our 40K podcast because uh, 40K is coming out with a new what is it? Uh, <laughs> Jesus, I don't even care what is it. <laughs> it's ninth edition, my dude. Okay. So
1: there'll be a uh, there'll be a um, they're tomorrow. Uh, I think I don't know. <laughs> check their Twitch. They're going to be showing. I could um, care less. They're going to be showing. Uh, Uh, The new box, the new Necron Space Marine box.
0: So, uh, you know, we have another podcast. He's the initiative. That's a 40K podcast. I don't care about 40K, but I know you guys might. And it's cool to introduce (laughs) you guys into new stuff. So Matt from our other podcast is going to come on and talk about 40K.
1: Yes, he is. He'll be on. uh, He's a cool dude. So we'll be there. And uh, hopefully we'll have some more people on soon. Uh, Yeah, maybe.
0: You know what, Nick? Maybe Matt can convince me next week on the podcast. (laughs) So I'll let you know how it goes excellent we good all right yep. so we'll talk to you guys next week thank you so much everyone
1: stay red.